Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us live on Building Fortunes Radio. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com if you want to listen in live. You can always catch us on Building Fortunes Radio if you go to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash live. Then you'll be able to listen in live when we're doing our live shows. I started Building Fortunes Radio several years ago because I wanted a platform to be able to showcase people that were doing the right thing as entrepreneurs building businesses and helping other people. And I knew that we'd have a platform and a big microphone that would have a lot of reach. And uh, today is a great example of why I built Building Fortunes Radio. I want to introduce to our Building Fortunes Radio listening audience a gentleman whose name is Ben Suarez. Ben owns a company called SCI, Suarez Corporation Industries. And I met Ben as a result of a long-term customer of ours who started to work with Ben in an affiliate program. And, yeah, we were catching up. So this is a gentleman that worked for me, or not worked for me, worked with us as a customer of ours over at PM Marketing side. And he introduced us to Ben's company. And when I started to take a look at Ben's company, I fell in love with the things that Ben was doing, had huge levels of respect for all the things that he was doing, and uh, found a really great entrepreneur starting off in the state of Ohio, and uh, really loved the story. And then as I started to dig in, I found out about what you're going to be hearing today. And I am equally as passionate for helping Ben with the mission that he has here. Here's the problem. This story is so twisted and convoluted that it's impossible to tell the story to a friend simply in just a few minutes. When I started to really dig in this rabbit hole and I saw what happened to Ben Suarez personally and the people from his company, I was like, you know, if there was ever an example of why Building Fortunes Radio is in existence to form a platform to be able to share this type of a story, and I'll give you my opinion, this level of injustice to not only Ben, but also the people of his company and his suppliers, I... I, this is exact reason why we built Building Fortunes Radio. So I am super-duper passionate and connected towards helping Ben Suarez get the mission out about what we're going to be talking about today, specifically the Justice Association and the things that happened with him. So since there's no easy way for me to have a short story on what happened with Ben, I invited him to be here on Building Fortunes Radio so this way we can have Lots of people listen in whenever they get a chance and hear more of the version. And let me share with you, we could be here for days. So, Ben Suarez, thanks for being here. Thank you. For those people that are not familiar with who you are, just give us the thumbnail sketch and let's jump into today and the injustice that is inevitably what happened to you and your people. Uh, well, I'm, of course, an entrepreneur. I founded my business in uh, 1968. I was, I was a computer scientist uh, working at the Babcock and Wilcox Company and uh, decided to uh, start my own company. I started out with uh, computerized products, which uh, then uh, uh, developed into uh, numerous uh, uh, 
other products, you know, a wide range of products. We started uh, inventing or developing and vetting our own products. Uh, I uh, wrote uh, th- three books on entrepreneurial direct marketing, uh, which had millions of dollars in sales and produced many millionaires across the country. And I also set up uh, uh, marketing classes at my alma mater, the, the University of, uh, of Akron. And uh, the uh, the company uh, has steadily grown and, until uh, we were on the verge of becoming a billion-dollar corporation uh, until I was one of the thousands of victims of the uh, corrupt Obama administration who uh, went after uh, his political opponents. And uh, I think everybody, everybody has seen that pattern now, especially uh, uh, they're even going after our great president. And when I started to hear a little bit more about your story, I was kind of passionate about that because I've seen prosecutorial discretion, and I've seen the overreach, if you will, and I've seen the unfair things. And as I was reading through your documentation, um, which I want you to be able to share and let people know about, I was really appalled at what I saw, not only to one man, you, personally, you know, a gentleman who built a company from scratch, who did so many things for hundreds of employees and hundreds of suppliers, but literally what they did to that whole part of your company moving forward. Um, so I, I, I just wanted to give you the platform. So share with us what happened. Well, um, I'm, I, I'm a, uh, one of the top expert uh, uh, advertising uh, creative writers, um, and I, I do consumer advertising quite well, and uh, I've studied a lot and uh, put in a lot of techniques in the place. But I'm also a very good political ad writer, and I've helped uh, Republicans, uh, many Republicans get elected. I've taken out uh, a number of incumbent uh, uh, Democrats, and uh, but the most recent one was, uh, or what, what started this thing was uh, uh, the 16th District of Ohio, Congressional district is considered the most coveted in the nation for some reason because Stark County has always been a bellwether. Well, anyhow, we had a uh, a uh, Democrat uh, incumbent name was John Bocherry, and uh, they had, he had just gone along with passing the uh, uh, Obamacare, and so I uh, did ads, uh, ran full page ads, and. In, 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 in 2009, for the 2010 elec- election against John Bocherry and also against Obamacare, we even filed a uh, a lawsuit. Uh, as we were one of the companies filed a lawsuit against uh, Obamacare as being unconstitutional. So, uh, anyhow, uh, the, the 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 first day the ads ran, there were full full page newspaper ads. Uh, uh, Renacy uh, raised seven hundred thousand dollars, and everybody thought uh, he was he was going to get trounced by by Bocherry, But he in turn credited uh, that ad and me for for launching uh, his 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 uh, campaign into the big time and and on to victory. Well, the Democrats didn't didn't appreciate that and. Uh, I was told by a, a number of high-ranking Republicans that, that uh, they have a uh, retaliatory force going, and I was marked for punishment. 
and that punishment came uh, when uh, 15 of my uh, top executives, who are who were who are millionaires, I, I share half the profits of my employees, and of course the top executives get the most because they contribute the most. And five of their spouses donated to uh, uh, J- uh, uh, Jim Renacci and also to Josh Mandel, who was Sherrod Brown's uh, opponent running for Senate. Well, they concocted this uh, story and ran it in a newspaper that our our 15 employees could not afford it, uh, of which was uh, was false. And the uh, the the money came out of out of out of out of profit sharing. So uh, the Obama administration launches a uh, a witch hunt and and comes in and tries to claim that the company reimbursed them, reimbursed our employees, which was concrete proof that they didn't. Uh, when they contributed in April of 2011, it was entered into our accounting system, which cannot be retroactively uh, entered, and it was taken out of their profit sharing. I mean, it was a pure, simple truth that uh, there was no possible way that uh, it, we, we could have uh, reimbursed them. And secondly, we knew nothing, nothing about the law, uh, even though we, we didn't do it, and there was all kind of proof that there was no intent. The law requires intent. So those two things, they they should have just dropped the case. But they were bound and determined. So we go on three years on a winch hunt, and they're requesting thousands of documents, turning our company upside down, threatening witnesses, uh, uh, going going out and 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 uh, uh, going out to people's homes in the middle of the night and so on. And it was uh, it was. Something that no one can believe until you you experience it, and I, we're just one of thousands of, of, of victims of this. Uh, besides the Obama administration, there is a national epidemic of corrupt uh, prosecutors. Uh, they have corrupt judges uh, working for them. Although most judges and prosecutors are good, there is a lot of bad prosecutors and judges. And on top of it. Most criminal defense attorneys are in bed with them. Ninety percent of criminal defense attorneys are either corrupt or incompetent. They'll lead you on like they're they're going to help you and so on. But really, what they're trying to do, if if you do have money, they're trying to stretch out the trial as much as possible, and they're in there sabotaging uh, the thing as well. So I, these guys uh, pose a bigger threat to U.S. citizens and all the terrorists in the world, the lives they destroy. And they do it for career advancement. And uh, they do it uh, uh, because they, they either want to go on to higher polit- uh, political uh, ambitions or they want to, judges want to advance their careers and, uh, and, and for money. And their objective is the uh, the more people they put in jail for the longest period of time, that's uh, that benefits their 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 career. You know, when I um, but uh, but, I was, but also uh, people have to know that uh, everybody's vulnerable. Uh, the, 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 there's a there's a book out called Three Felonies a Day. There are so many criminal laws that people commit three felonies a day. I mean, you could be working in your in in your yard and commit a felony. You could be remodeling your house you could be doing a bank transaction and just un 
unknown that you've committed uh, a, a felony, and, a, and these corrupt prosecutors uh, can come after a, a, any person in the country, no matter how law-abiding. Right. Let me let me share with you what I read as I was reading through the documentation. Um, here's what I learned about Ben Suarez. You started from scratch. You were an entrepreneur. You built a business. You had profit sharing with your employees for over 40 years. Like for over 40 years, you're sharing profits with employees. You helped develop people into millionaires. You helped establish a secure business with hundreds of employees personally, thousands of extended employees. So you, in my opinion, are a hero as an entrepreneur. You're contributing to colleges. You're, you're doing some stuff with uh, different organizations. There's the ripple effect positively all over the place. Sure, you were successful personally and financially. You deserved it. You're spreading the wealth. You're spending a bazillion dollars on advertising. You're the true entrepreneur. You're, you're the gear that makes America work. And then for the political reasons or the power reasons or whatever, as I read through it, your company was destroyed or almost destroyed by this three-year witch hunt, by the uh, all the things that you went through, through the prosecution that happened you lost your freedom as well there are people in your company that lost their jobs there are people in your company that struggled during that period of time afterwards and this just can't be allowed to happen with just people having now the opportunity to be able to have something to boast their resume so they can have their career advancement. I think this is really important that we identify these things. Um, and Ben, you've given the opportunity for uh, the people that, if you want to name them, you certainly can, to be able to defend themselves against some of the allegations that you're making uh, through some of the things that you've done. So can you tell us a little bit about the uh, justiceassociation.org website, some of the challenges that you put out against some of the people that were responsible here? and some of the other things that might have happened to you and the people in your, in your business? Well, we estimate that uh, between the, the, our employees and, and, and our suppliers, approximately 3,000 people lost, lost their jobs. And uh, if you take how many of their family members, you're talking about over 8,000 people that were affected that suffered financial hard, hardship. So... Uh, we decided to form a, a coalition and get justice. I mean, something has to be done done to these people. And the problem is, even uh, how bad they are, uh, the book by Sidney Powell, uh, License to Lie, uh, what they did to Ted Stevens and what they did to Enron, just putting innocent people in jail, these people don't care how many people lose their jobs. They're just ruthless criminals. And, and none of them ever go to jail. I mean, a lot of these people that, that, that did that are, 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 are on this uh, witch hunt investigation uh, uh, with, with, our, with, with our president. And uh, none of them ever, ever go to jail. So, we need to put these people, we need to put at least uh, Steve Dittelbach and Carol Rendon in jail and hopefully Sherrod Brown for what they did as sending a first example. And then uh, 
we want to we want to uh, to get a uh, legislative effort together in, in what I'm calling the uh, uh, Citizens Injustice Protection Act (CIPA), which they have to re- reform the grand jury system. They're going to have to uh, put these prosecutors uh, under oversight and under laws. And, and, and a system set up that they get prosecuted if they abuse their power uh, the, the, the way that they've been doing it, and possibly s- set up a uh, an elected citizens panel to stop an investigation. The investigation itself is is a major punishment. I mean, it, it just uh, the legal fees and, and how it destroys lives and it takes years is a punishment in itself. When most of the time they don't have it. They don't have uh, uh, any evidence. Well, you said it took over three years as far as an investigation. Uh, they obviously disrupted the livelihood of some of your top officials or top, some of your top executives. You know, these things can destroy families. They put a lot of pressure on people. It's uh, disheartening. I even read in some of the articles that you know one of the one of the women that you had working for you, a long-term employee, she was dragged in for depositions while she was under cancer treatment. Yeah, um, yeah, three three days, twelve hours a day. That's how that's how ruthless this uh, Diddlebach and Rendon were. And the most, you know, one of the most important parts for me is you were found not guilty of the majority right. of the, of the charges. So yeah, and the, and the, uh, I I got convicted on on a on a false charge because my attorneys did not uh, put any evidence up. And Rendon and Diddlebach were threatening all the witnesses that that could uh, vouch for the fact that I was uh, innocent. And and what happened was uh, we we had this shyster lawyer named Don Scherzer, who was the attorney for the for the donors. And 14 uh, of of the uh, of the donor of, of the, my uh, uh, employees had already testified for the grand jury. Well, we find out he's telling them to go ahead and, and, and admit they committed a crime and thought they were being reimbursed when that wasn't the case. They knew that, that they were getting profit sharing. And he was doing it because he was in cahoots with the uh, prosecutors because he wanted to stretch it out and collect more money going through a trial. Well, one, one, my, one of my best friends who worked in the company, she had not testified yet. So I... I uh, we're, we're in, we're in a uh, uh, in a meeting. We had just hired new counsel, an additional counsel, and then one of the guys is named Don Santarelli, a, a top uh, criminal defense attorney out of Washington. When we told him what Scherzer was doing, telling these people to go ahead and admit that uh, they committed a crime because they had immunity, he said they don't have immunity. They have partial immunity. They can be prosecuted. So I sent my friend a, a, a note saying, don't say anything to this guy. Do not talk to him. Uh, we're going to get you a, a, another attorney. And they used that as a, uh, uh, as a basis that I tampered with witnesses. Well, they were the ones tampering with witnesses, threatening people uh, not to testify. And then the reason I found out that uh, they didn't put Santarelli on the stand, which would have cleared me, is that there's an unwritten code where an, uh, an attorney will not testify against another attorney. Did you know that? No. So they wouldn't put the guy on the stand. They said they, t- they told me when I was telling why don't you put him on the stand, 
They said they talked to him, and he was he would said he would be a hostile witness. Well, I called the guy after the trial. I said, did anybody call you? He says, no one called me. So my attorneys let me down also because of the uh, this uh, unwritten code of the of the attorney uh, brotherhood. And then our attorney, who was the uh, in-house counsel, Mike Pewterbaugh, uh, he gets threatened by them and then claims amnesia when, when they had him on the stand as, as, as to what happened. I mean, the, 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 you, can't, you can't make up this stuff. If you made it into I, a movie, right, you yeah. could make this into a movie. Um, yeah, and you wouldn't I, and, believe and it. And this, this goes on all the time. We're just one of thousands of victims. These guys need to go to jail, and we're going to see that they do. Now, I know there, as I read a lot through this um, material, and by the way, you can find some of this if you go to thejusticeassociation.org, thejusticeassociation.org. You can read some of this information. But you're also looking to receive a presidential pardon as well um, from Donald Trump. So Donald right. Trump is pardoning different people for different reasons. So if we have anybody in our listening audience who can aid and help with that whole entire process, we'd certainly appreciate that as well. Yeah, he just uh, pardoned these ranchers uh, out in, uh, I believe it was Wyoming or Utah, I don't, I don't know which one, that they were falsely prosecuted. And one of the one of the reasons that the pardon was put in is to overturn wrongful convictions, and I, I don't know what what more evidence we could, we could prevent. This thing screams out to be a pardon. This is what pardons were created for. So they went after your you and your people for twenty counts of finance, whatever they're going to call it. You were nineteen found not counts there. Nineteen yeah, and then, counts, they, and, then, and then they they they. They threw in this uh, uh, this count, witness tampering, which is what they typically do. It's called process crime. If they can't get you on the original stuff, then they'll try to get you on on lying to them or witness tampering or nonsense like this. Right, and the idea that you know employees that work for you, you don't have any communication with, would be a little bit naive. But again, that's what they're going to say. So you have a communication with someone about this challenge you're having with this lawyer who's doing things the wrong way and by the way he's not the first lawyer to ever stretch out a trial for his own benefits so i know that happens all the time all the time oh yeah and and not only that these these people are friends uh, uh, most of these defense uh, attorneys are friends with the prosecutors hell they give them the they give them the business they they create their income so uh, they're all one happy family along with the judges I mean, you know, our judge, our judge was personal friends with Carol Rendon and Diddlebox. She, she brings Carol Rendon's uh, uh, parents into her chambers and caters lunch for them. I mean, they're just brazen. A, a judge is not supposed to even have the appearance of impropriety. She should have recused herself when she, uh, uh, as being a, a personal friend of Rendon's, Rendon and Diddlebox should have recused themselves because they were personal friends of Sherrod Brown close personal friends, one of their biggest donors that were bundlers for him. Sherrod Brown recommended Diddlebach to be a U.S. attorney, sworn in. These people should have recused themselves. Now, the Carol person that you're referencing, she was the prosecuting attorney? She so, was the she was the lead. She was Diddlebach's first assistant 
And she had a reputation. She came out of Boston. Uh, in, she was in the same law firm with Dittelbach. Her name was Carol Swartz in Boston. She was also a, a prosecutor there. And she, uh, she was well-known there for taking everything personal and just being uh, crazier than hell, being, being vindictive. And uh, uh, he knew this, that she was, she was crazy. And he still hires her. That's the first mark against him, why he shouldn't be uh, elected Ohio Attorney General. The guy has, obviously has no judgment. And then she is friends with the judge, and yeah, even during the trial, the judge. even oh, during the, judge the trial, was just openly, open, openly biased. So, and so during that, the trial, what, he's having lunch with her parents who are visiting. She she brings in her parents. The judge caters lunch in her in her chambers with her, during and her your parents. Trial. That's also ex, that's also yeah during the trial. It's a, also ex parte communication. These, these people don't care. They, they're never held accountable, except till uh, till now. And uh, I, I think the president is going to hold these people accountable. Also, uh, the stuff they're doing to him. So, my take on this is: I wanted to give you the platform for you to be able to share your story. And this is just a, a scratching the surface of this story. For our Building Fortunes radio listening audience to realize that this type of uh, overreach, this type of abuse of power can happen to anybody. And, and if you're that entrepreneur that spends your whole entire adult life building a business to employ other people, then you've done things in your life to build your business almost to a billion-dollar-a-year company and employing or having employees from your suppliers uh, to the thousands completely disrupted as a result of this witch hunt. And anybody that was watching it would probably say this would be a witch hunt and without being lopsided or opinionated. Just look at the facts. Now, you've even given people the opportunity to look at the facts and address some of the facts and confront some of the facts, and that still hasn't happened. So we have about a minute or so left. I'll let you wrap it up. And tell us what you're doing with the JusticeAssociation.org website. Well, right now we're, we we put out a reward ad, and we've acquired more evidence. Uh, people can see the uh, the RICO lawsuit that we're going to file and the criminal referral on the evidence we have. If anybody else has any more evidence, uh, then then they could they can submit it. We've also challenged um, uh, Sherrod Brown and Steve Dittelbach. Uh, to a, a debate challenging them that every word in the brief that is in there and, and the uh, RICO and, uh, and criminal referral lawsuit is true, and we, we challenge them to refute one word of it. And we've sent them uh, emails twice on that. They have not responded because they can't. So we're going to keep in touch with this. Maybe we'll come back with another radio show as we, go, as we uh, move forward. If you want to learn more, just go to the Justice, thejusticeassociation.org. And uh, if you want to hear more about what Ben is doing on the regular side, we did radio shows with Ben and another gentleman that works with Ben, whose life was obviously affected by this as well as they're building their affiliate program. And that's where we're helping them to build because I want to help Ben Suarez and the people of his company get back to where they were and succeed and uh, try to erase some of the challenges and some of the harm 
uh, that we can on our end by building those successful entrepreneurs back. That's one of the reasons why we're here on Building Fortunes Radio, and we want to really identify that this level of injustice happens, and it can't anymore. It's got to stop. I've seen it, Ben, in other situations. I, I can't believe it happened with you as, as me watching this, and we'll do whatever we possibly can within our power to get the word out. So I'm going to say thanks for listening in. I'll let you wrap it up. you got about 50 seconds, and we're going to call it a radio show. Well, everyone has to know that uh, not only uh, business people are, 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 are being threatened by this, but anybody, I don't care what your occupation is or what your status is in life, if you're a U.S. citizen, you are in jeopardy with these people, and we have got to stop this. This is the biggest threat to our society that exists, and uh, uh, we just ask them if they want to join. We're, we're going to be branching out across the country, reaching out to people uh, uh, to reform this uh, wretched uh, criminal uh, justice system. Excellent. Okay, good. So we're done with our radio show. Ben, thanks for being here. We're going to catch everybody next time. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.